Hey there, Jules here, and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. Thank you, Dr. Jeff, for being with us today. So Dr. Jeff is coming to us from Chattanooga, Tennessee. He, his wife, Emily, two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Desiree, are based out of Chattanooga. He's the owner of uh, Ignite Chiropractic. So while going to chiropractic school, Dr. Jeff was thrust into a world of spirituality that he never knew existed. And for the last seven years has been a spiritual seeker on the path of enlightenment. He's an avid learner and has studied many different spiritual books and techniques. He teaches meditation classes and breath work workshops. His goal is to elevate human consciousness through chiropractic and teaching. So what? Yeah, man. How you doing today, brother? Doing great. How are you? I'm great. I'm doing so good. I've been really excited to talk to you since. So here's the back, the back story. So we, my sister-in-law put uh, the video, the fear matrix video into our private Facebook group. And I didn't read anything as far as the caption is concerned. I just hit play and the video starts playing and you start bringing the fire. And I was like, what just happened? Right. We were just, you were, you were bringing so much truth and, and so much, and you know, just goodness that I needed to hear that day. And as soon as the video finished, <laughs> Josh said, we need him on the podcast. So I, you know, reached out to you and I was so grateful that you were willing to join us. So thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I'm glad that you guys saw that message. It kind of just came through me. I didn't even know I was going to post a video. Really? I just got the fire and I was like, I just pull up my phone and recorded it. And then I was like, Oh, Yes, I'm doing a video today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to know was, uh, you know, where were you in in yourself, you know, your spirit that day? Like what, what was rolling through you in order for that message to come out? Um, you know, I'm always pretty much in alignment and connected, but like uh, for some reason, just a little bit of anger overtook me that everyone's like kept choosing fear and everyone was, nobody really knows the real story of what's going on. And they keep just posting negativity, 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 and everyone was fighting with each other. And it just kind of frustrated me. I'm like, come on guys, let's, let's get it together. And like, we have the option to choose, you know, like you were teaching the other day, we had the option to choose fear or to choose to be in alignment and, you know, live from your heart. So I just really wanted to kind of recenter people and just kind of uh let that out you know tell them to get get back to connection get back to who we truly are yeah that's um and and even since you posted that video a few weeks ago things have escalated even you know to a, a greater point now and i myself have been struggling this week with that you know constantly having to choose again because it's really easy for um the judgments to, to start to set in of, of feeling that, you know, you, I expected you to do better or, you know, you're not handling yourself in a way, meaning like what you're sharing, you know, like that kind of stuff, like you're hyping people up in a, in a negative way. And that's really discouraging to not only the people that are seeing it, but for yourself, you know? So, and that was one point in your video that, um, 
it was like spreading confusion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a big message. Another thing in your video that um, really stuck out to me was you said, be the best version of yourself. Yeah. So, you know, like for instance, like in my, in my video, I was saying like, don't talk about negativity. That was for my highest, my highest version. But like, I think everyone has to follow their heart. So if your heart is telling you, Hey, I got to post, I got this information out. And like, you feel led to do that by all means do that. But for me, it was, no, I'm going to hold the love and the light for everybody. I know what's going on. And for me, the work I've done, it, it, it didn't really uh, matter what's going on in the outside world. I know everything comes from my inner world. So I was like, I'm going to make the decision. I'm going to just be the highest version of myself. And that's to embody love and to be uh, anchoring the light for everyone around me so that anybody that comes into contact with me, if they're down and they're out, like you're going to just feel love and light for me. And I'm going to get you back in alignment. So you know, I think everyone's got to follow their heart and it always comes back down to that. So if you're feeling led to spread information, by all means do that as long as it's coming from your heart space and not a place of fear. So it's really about choosing like, what is my heart saying versus, you know, just kind of letting the mind take you on this panic road. It's like, it's your heart and follow your heart and it'll never lead you astray. That's the truth. And, and you kept saying that in the video, you said, live from your heart space, you know, work from your heart space. You, you mentioned that a lot and that struck a chord with me because that's what I keep trying to remind myself, you know, all of this is only to remind myself, you know, like I'm yeah. doing this for me. If anybody else gets any benefit, then like, that's awesome. <laughs> but really it's, you know, when I remember to turn within, which sometimes it's, you know, other days are better than, than others, but sometimes it's a moment to moment of just having to remind yourself, you know, go within, go within, go within, because that's where that inner peace is, but also that's where bliss is. That's where heaven is, you know? And, and so when I operate from that space, oh my gosh, like the, the difference of, of how I feel and what I project out is entirely different than when you're in that state of confusion and in then that state of fear. So, um, and yeah. one thing that had us rolling with your video is when you were talking about blocking people, but you're like, I'll block you. I'll block you, block you, baby, block, 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 block. Oh, you had us laughing. So like we kept rewinding that part because it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to, I love that because I wanted to talk a little bit about boundaries, you know, cause that's yeah. what I think you were saying there was like, I'm going to protect what I'm seeing. I'm going to protect what's coming into my heart space and, and into my consciousness by making sure that it's, you know, it's clean. So tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So for me, it's like, um, you're the, the gardener of your mind, you know? So it's like, you have to kind of, uh, watch what you're consuming because the things you start to consume will start to grow in your garden. So it's like if, when the weeds come out or you see things that you don't want to start to add to your consciousness, you got to pluck them. So for me, it's like, uh, you know, I have a little bit of thug in me from the old school days. So I just added that I'll block you, man. I don't care. <laughs> black black I don't really care what people think of me it's I just got to add value to my life so I'm, I'm taking if you're adding something to me that I don't want to hear and it's not going along with the story I'm telling myself or the life I want to live like I'm blocking you I'm pulling that from my garden I'm, I'm always on attention like uh like you know a guard I'm just like or like somebody who's guarding the the fence like I'm always there watching what's coming at me and I'm like if I, if I don't like it I'm stopping you or I'm, I'm blocking you. I'm doing whatever I have to, to stay in alignment and, you know, keep my consciousness flowering love. Right. So, yeah, yeah. 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 And that's, um, 
being vigilant for God really to me yeah. is like making sure that you're protecting that relationship and your ability to connect and commune within that relationship. So, um, and I think a lot of people, I don't know, I don't know if they feel like it's, you're not being uh, like loyal to that person if you block them or, or if you, you know, you can hide them very, like you don't have to delete things. You yes, can just like hide it, you know what I yeah. mean? You can, and so, cause you're, you're curating yep. your feed really. So the way I like to look at it is like, I have a living room, right? And if you, if I allow people to just barge into my living room and throw trash all over it, then what, you know, that's going to make me feel terrible. I got to clean that mess up. It's just not productive. It's not helpful for anybody. Right. So yeah. for me, I think of it as like, you know, if you're going to, if your stuff is bringing me to a place that I don't want to be, then I owe it to myself to make sure that I protect that. And, uh, and so I read, um, I was, it was so funny. Josh brought one of my old notebooks out from like four years ago and I was, and I yeah. found this page. It's really, I don't know if you, if you journal, but if you look back at your old stuff, it's really interesting to see like the truth because the truth is the truth always. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, what did I write? And, and so I look and it said, it was talking about boundaries. And I said, it's not about separation or building walls. It's about setting the line of what's okay with me and what's not. And exactly. I'm the only one who can be the caregiver and my own advocate. So I think that is, um, I hope anybody who's listening, who needed some permission, if you will, to do that feels comfortable of like, you know what, I, that person has been really taking me down and I need to just kind of separate. So, and that's all. Yeah. Like, and I was going to say, you don't have to block them per se. I just meant like the snooze button, you know, it just came yeah. out that way. It's just I'm like, going to give you 30 days. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to give you 30 days. Exactly. <laughs> Just that's how I do it. Too. I'm like, I'm like, you got 30 days to clean it up. I will come back and then I, oh, yeah, you still yeah. at the same mess. All right. I got to snooze you for a while longer. <laughs> and the other thing that was in your video, um, you, you really gave like a, a call to action at the end of that video, which I love. You were like, it's time. Let's go. I felt, I was like, let's go. Let's, let's, I'm, I'm out of here. Let's do yeah. this. You know, you got me all fired up. So, um, you know, what are you feeling like that? Are you feeling in your spirit right now? Like it's, it's go time too? Yeah, I think it's, um, I do think it's go time, but I think this is the time, like we're all forced to sit indoors right now. So I think everyone has to use this time for self introspection and to really connect with their heart and kind of, uh, a lot of stuff's getting, a lot of their stuff's getting brought up right now. So this is the perfect time and we're going to cover some of this, like, you know, to use the tools to overcome these um, blocks or these, this resistance that's coming up. So I think the best course of action is to really, you know, sit in silence and really connect with yourself at this time. Or if you can create any action, yeah, absolutely go out and do action because it's, we're on the precipice of like the new earth and like this new paradigm versus the old way. And, you know, we don't want to go back to the old way. We see that mother earth's regenerating. So now it's time for us to kind of, um, create the changes we want to see in ourselves and we can do that through sitting in silence and connecting with our heart and uh you know creating the action that we can in this time to kind of make you know mother earth a better place and to really respect her and to you know be better as people living on planet earth at this time you know but you know a lot of us can't do a lot of that action because we're stuck in our house so this is the time for self-introspection or to work on yourself i mean this is like god's making you sit here right now he's like listen you thought you're your job 
you thought you're your money, like, okay, now you can't work. Now you can't get any money. And it's like, you have to sit and it's like, realize you're greater than those things. Those are just external circumstances, but they're not who you truly are, which is uh, infinite spirit, you know? Right. Yeah. What, what a time to, to get that clear understanding if you can be open to it and see it that way yeah. of it being yep. like, you're more than that. You're more than the life that you are living and more than buying stuff or more than needing to make the money to keep buying the stuff, you know? And, and so I'm, I'm glad that you brought that point up about being introspective right now, because I know that you can feel fired up and want to go, you know, like run out. But the thing is, is like, all right, we'll take that energy and go within and figure out when we can go out, when we can do, what, what can we do from here? And then what's the next steps? You know, that, that's what I've, um, my relationship has kind of grown to this place where it's like, I'm understanding that it's like a, every moment, like you gotta, you only get nuggets. So you keep going back in and you go, okay, I did the one step. Okay. What's the next step. And then I keep going, you know, and then you, you realize like, oh, wow, this is such a beautiful relationship I'm in. It's not about, oh, I just need to find out the plans and go. It's like, no, we got we to gotta just grow this and, and grow into ourselves and start to see that there's so much more that we've been missing. So how did you get here? Like, like where, how did this happen? So it, it's kind of a crazy story. So my whole life... Uh, especially from the time I was 16 to like my early twenties, I was really in a lot of anxiety and depression. Um, and I was kind of, you know, I just, I was, I ignored my feelings so much. It was so much pain that I just wanted to die. So I was too scared to kill myself. So I would just like do drugs and numb the pain drink. And I was just like hoping like, Oh, what if, if I do drugs, maybe I'll overdose or maybe I'll just die. And then I, I won't have to deal with this pain anymore. So I went about that my whole life, uh, just struggling with that, never understanding how to handle my emotions, super depressed. And then one day I was, I ended up falling into, I was a phys ed and health teacher for a few years. I kind of just like fell into that. Don't, I didn't really want to be a teacher, but I loved kids. And then uh, one day I was visiting my sister um, in Miami and I was looking for a job. I was like, I was miserable teaching. And then, um, I just like, I kind of started, I didn't know like if God existed, like, so I started swearing at him. I'm like, give me a freaking sign. I'm like, I'm trying to live like as best I can. I'm just so miserable. I'm like, give me an effing sign. So like, I was pissed. Like I was swearing at God, but I hit the road. Like I surrendered everything to God. I didn't know that was surrender at the time, but I hit rock bottom and I just let it all go. And then, um, he's like, uh, I went to go, my sister was like, you should go see a chiropractor that I know. She's like, you should just hear him talk. He's a cool young dude. And he literally started talking to me and he was talking about how we, God heals us. We heal from within the power within the body heals the body. And then, um, he's talking about how we heal above, down, inside out, all this inner healing stuff I never heard. And I literally saw like a wave of energy and it smacked me right in the head. And like my head went backwards and it was like, there's your effing sign, bro. What? <laughs> yeah. And I saw the, the energy came and smashed me. And then I'm like, what the heck was that? And I literally called my mom and I was like, uh, mom, I'm quitting teaching and I'm going to be a chiropractor. She's like, what? <laughs> I, and I just, I knew it like, cause I, it was so powerful and it was so crazy. I'm like, I just knew that was what I had to do. So I just quit everything and, and followed it. And then since then it was like crazy stuff started happening. That is the best. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to have to collect myself. Hang on. That was so good. <laughs> Yeah. You said God just like gave you like a forehead smack. 
Yeah, I saw the energy. your side. That's amazing. And then it just smacked my head back. And I go, holy crap. I didn't know what happened, but I knew right then and there. I was like, I'm a chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. That is incredible. Like, yeah. I, I'm speechless. That is so amazing. And the thing is, I'm telling you, God, the universe, spirit, whatever you want to name you want to put, I will always speak to you in a way that only you will understand. And you knew. Yeah. <laughs> There's your sign. Sure. Take that. Like, what you think I'm here. You know I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so so you're like, God smacked, right? <laughs> I was like, and I was 27 years old at the time. So I'm like, it's scary to think like, oh, I got to go to school for four years. Like, you're not like all my friends are making income. And it's like, now I'm not going to have income for four more years. And I'm like, I'm 27. Should I be going back to school? And so I started making the calls to like, I made the call to the school that I wanted to go to. And then it was like, oh yeah, you like I had the perfect prerequisites to get in. So like I had all the classes. So like it just all started unfolding. They were like, oh, you have an exercise science background. You were a teacher. Like boom, right into the program. And it just all, and I go, all the doors open and I go, holy crap. I'm like, what's going on? And so, that's when you know that you're in alignment with something. Cause you're like, okay, that's what, you know, sometimes when people get so upset because doors won't open and it's like, it's so you don't go down the wrong way. Like yeah. take that as a sign, you know, it's like when the doors fly open and things just show up and you're like, this is okay. I guess I'm going to follow that, you know? Um, so I want to share real quick. So <laughs> I prayed for a sign when I was, um, about that same age. And I was in a retail, big box retail job that I hated, but it was all about the money. Like I was on track to make six figures. Like I was golden, right? Kind of thing. And yeah. 26 and, and uh, I hated this job bad. Like I, I, they gave me the job because I, I, everything on paper was right but I was not the right person for this job. And I knew it and so did all the other people at the place, right? So <clears throat> I'm talking, I was the manager and they're all looking at me like, her, what? And I'm like, I know, I don't, I'm sorry, but I gotta make this money. I have to do the thing, right? So I prayed and prayed and prayed and was like, so upset. I heard employees talking about me in the back room, like just dogging me out. And I was like, I can't even argue with them or be upset because I was like, they're right. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just here. I don't even know why I'm here. So I went home and I prayed again. And I was like, please just take me out of this situation. Like if I'm missing it, just, I, just drop a box on my head. If that's, if you know, just make sure that I don't miss the sign of this is not where I'm supposed to be. So I go back to work a couple of days later because I had a couple, uh, like two days off. I go back in and I'm building a display. So I, it's a big box retailer. So I'm, I'm building a display during store hours. It's a 20 foot ladder. I have a 20 pound box of peg hooks up top and I'm kind of like figuring out the display that I'm making. And a customer hits the ladder with the cart, knocks the box off of the ladder as if there were a bullseye on top of my head, this box, booyah, right on my head. I'm not even yeah. kidding. So like brings my neck down. Like I'm like doing the drunk, like what, what happened, right? And, and I thought somebody hit me in the head with a, with a bat or something. I didn't know what happened. So I ruptured three discs in my C-spine. I'm out, workers comp, I'm out. So- okay. 
yeah, I got my sign. And then yeah, you it was back right on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I um I always say pray for gentler signs. <laughs> so maybe a pillow the next time I need a sign yeah, yeah. or something like that. But <laughs> but you know, it ended up um revealing that I had an inoperable brain tumor. And oh, wow. um yeah, and I wouldn't have known without that. And so I was able to um basically get to the point of going, all right, I don't know why I was fooling around with life and acting like I had all this time, but now I've got to start figuring out what I'm meant to do and keep moving forward. And I used the power that you were talking about of, of healing myself because I understood how deep I could uh, connect with God and then create that healing. So that was... Um, that was a long time ago and here I am. So I beat it. Wow. So, <laughs> so, so wow. I had to share that. You're like, you guys, yeah, I'm like, me too. You got right. head too man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, so you went to chiropractic school, like doors are opening and you're yeah. like, so you're loving it or how you feeling? Why oh yeah. I was loving it. It was really hard. And um, you know, I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. I'm like, am I smart enough to do this? Like, da, 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 all the things you say, you know, but I just kept plugging at it and working and um, getting adjusted. And, um, you know, when I started getting adjusted, it just really aligned me to my intuition and my heart. And, and that's what chiropractic really brought for me. It was like a spiritual awakening. And then I kept making meeting these spiritual teachers and all this stuff just kept unfolding. And then like my after chiropractic school, especially like I stuck to straight chiropractic in school, but then after chiropractic school, I was like, I had this thirst for spiritual truth. And I, it's like, I can't be quenched. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't stop. Yeah. So it led to that for me. And I'm super thankful. So did you have, um, like when you're at that place, when you're so hungry and you're just like, I, I need to know, and you're just, you know, ripping through information and, and books and all, did you have, um, a group or any support to help you with that? I had some friends that kind of um, kind of guided me and helped me or they kind of brought things to my awareness. And then from there on, it was like, I, you know, the secret is usually alone because he can't stop, you know? So I've kind of been on my own just uh, until I feel like I find truth, you know, it's like, I can't stop. It's like, and I keep learning new and more and more things. And I, it's really now I'm like at the point where it's just stripping away of the programs that I built around me because I'm realizing like all the truth is within already. It's like, it's like almost like you even have to surrender all the new knowledge I learned because it's like now I have to go back to get all the programs off. And it's like the answers all are within. It's like, I know people say that, but until you seek and keep searching for yourself, it's like you have to do that path. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally understand that where you, you feel like you almost, um, you can't unsee it. You can't unring the bell once you, you understand what's happening. And then you're like, okay, now yeah. I have to figure out, um, you know, how to incorporate my new understanding into the way that the, the world works, I guess you could say, um, sure. which is very interesting about the time period that we're in right now, because, it, yeah. you know, it feels like, okay, well, what's, what's emerging, you know, like what, and that back to your video, you show up as your best self, live from your heart space and create what you want, create that. Yeah, exactly. And well, so we're the creator of our experience, whether we like it or not. And, you know, the thing is, some people take offense to that, but they're caught in the victim mentality. And what I mean is, it's not like we just say, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire and I act like a millionaire and act fake. It's, it's not like that at all, because that's what people get caught into the law of attraction and they think that and then it brings up a lot of resistance. What I'm saying is you start to listen to your heart 
and you start to see like the little things like you bring about happiness, like an external thing is not going to make you happy. You have to find happiness within. So it's in the sense that you create your experience. Like if you're happy and you're tapped into your heart and you're grateful, more grateful things come to you. Um, you're, you know, like your highest callings start to come. It's, you're not forcing it, but you're just realizing like all these things that I create in my inside or my inner world are a reflection of my outer world. It's, it, you're not searching for an external thing to make you happy because the happiness lies within. So it's really about tapping into those feelings that you want to feel but doing it authentically as they come up and, you know, really cultivating those so that you can have the life of your dreams. And, but you got to realize that your inner world creates your outer world. So if you're, if your inner world's fear and it's always an anxiety, you're going to see those things. You're going to see problems. You're going to see these things that these external things as, you know, harmful to you when really it's, it's your inner world that's it's hurting you. <laughs> Amen. Amen, brother. Yeah. So I love that you brought up the law of attraction because I feel like that's kind of the, a natural place to go to when you're starting in your awakening and you're like, Oh, cause it's very popular. Um, yeah. you know, we want to, to manifest cause we want what we want. Um, so talk to me about, um, manifesting and surrendering. So when I was, uh, so like, like you just said, you opened it perfectly. Like my first year into spirituality, I studied law of attraction all year. So I was like, I was reading all the mystics. I was reading, you know, I started with the secret and then it led to Neville Goddard and, uh, the, um, all those books, you know, I just, I, I went crazy and I, I was like, okay, what do I want to achieve? And then I realized like all the things on my pathway that I wanted to achieve, it was all from the ego. Like I want to make a ton of money. I want this house. I want this job. I want like this body. So I started getting all those things and like, I'd get like more money. I would get the house I, of my dreams. I, I had my dream wife and I'm like, well, how come I'm still unhappy? I'm like getting these things. And then all of a sudden I'd want something else. I'd want something else. And when we're strictly trying to manifest from the ego or the small self, it's like the craving never ends. It's like, it's a nonstop search. And a lot of these teachers I see that are teaching law of attraction. It's like, yeah, but they're stuck in the ego. And it's like, they nonstop want to keep getting more material things. And it's like, when are we going to realize that the material things don't bring us happiness? It's the inner world. So then I started, I realizing like, you know, year in the journey, I'm like, I keep manifesting everything I want. How come I'm not happy? I'm like, what the heck's going on? Everyone said, if you have money, you'll be happy. Everyone said, if you have this and that, you'll be happy. So I'm like, there's something greater to this. And then I, I remembered and I started, you know, and when, when you're ready, the pathway opens up and all of a sudden I learned about surrender. And then I realized, Hey, my dream career came when I surrendered to God. You know, I found chiropractic. Um, I started dating my wife and I was like, Oh, I'm going to be this player. I'm going back to college. I'm going to hang out with a lot of chicks. And then I, I started hanging out with her and I'm like, no, nah, maybe I'm just going to surrender that idea that I thought I had. And then I, it turns out she's like my dream partner. So it's like everything just kept opening up. Like that was crazy beyond my wildest dream. So I started going, hey, it's literally like letting go and letting God and magical things happen. And it's it's halfway of surrender that has led me to the greatest peace, joy and happiness of my life. And I'll teach you guys a little bit later the letting go technique, which I use. And that just uh, it opens so many doors and, and magical stuff that's just it blows your mind. Oh, I'm excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm so happy that you walked us through that because it's, it's so tempting to want to go the route of the manifesting, you know, and, and, um, you know, I personally, when I got to Savannah, for example, um, you know, when I knew that I had the 
the brain tumor. And I was like, all right, live like you're dying. And so then I ended up becoming a, a going forth on the career of being a makeup artist and going to Savannah. And I showed up with my vision board, you know, and I had all the stuff that I wanted and, um, and I, I had my goals, you know? And so it was, it was my wildest dreams, if you will. So I could, you know, I saw it and I was like, all right. And, um, and the thing was, is that I got it, got it, got it, got it. And then I was like, okay. And down to the last, like the career move where, all right, you, you just got the exact conversation that you've always dreamed of. This is your chance to be a full-time celebrity makeup artist. Here we go. And I was like, ah, so, um, I don't, I don't think I want that wait a minute. And I got so mad at myself. Cause I'm like, why can't you just be normal? Like what's wrong with you? Like yeah. you wanted this, you had the pictures, you've been doing this work, you've been speaking into existence. It's here. Now you don't want it. And it was like, what are you doing? And that was when I realized I have to surrender. That's yeah. when I realized. Cause I was like, I'm just going to keep pulling my, putting myself on wild goose chases. If I keep, you know, coming up with new pictures to, to, you know, bring to existence. And I realized then it was like, yeah. This can't you can't go that route because your ego will try to you know distract you you know on on these things and so sure. um, I'm so happy you you gave us that breakdown because it's so relatable. Yeah. Well, check this out too. So this is a cool thing. So like this. So like you let's say you're making forty grand a year and like you're like oh I'm gonna manifest like usually you think like oh I'll try to manifest like fifty thousand or sixty thousand. It's like so that's like that's let's say your ceiling. But like the ceiling for what you, that you can manifest from the ego is the floor for what God has in store for you. Oh, you know what I mean? that's so good. <laughs> so you don't even know what gifts you have inside you because the ego says like, oh, I can only make 60,000 because I was making 50 grand last year. But it's like really like you might be a multimillionaire. So just surrender it, man, anyway, because there's more powerful things in store than what you could ever imagine. Money. That so fire. <laughs> Oh, that was so good. That's a floor. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Whew, that was awesome. Thank you for that. Exactly. Because you have no, like, you can't even comprehend because your worth is off. Let's start, you know what I mean? Of what you think you can have or what you think you can yeah. do or what you think is available to you or what you think you deserve, you know? So your worth being off when your worth is established by nothing that you do. It has nothing to do with, with your accomplishments or, or your success, or it has nothing to do with that. Your worth is given to you by God. And yeah. so when you start to remember that or, or remember it, meaning like that, that wisdom that's in you, and then you let that come out, then you're like, Oh, oh, yeah. it was me in my own way, blocking, blocking all the, the blessings, all the good, all the higher stuff that I couldn't even comprehend. And you're right. Cause then when I decided to surrender my life, oh my goodness, it just was on a trajectory that I can't even explain to you. It just went far greater than what I ever even dreamed I could have. And not even, it's not, and when I'm talking not material stuff, I'm talking yeah. Just the feelings and the connection and, and just the joy that was available to me. Mm, 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 that was so good. <laughs> exactly. Surrendering, <laughs> surrendering. It's, and yeah, it's, it's scary. Like that surrendering doesn't mean you're not getting awesome stuff. It's not like all of a sudden, yeah. like, like you're subconsciously asking for these things. So it's like, it's already in the field anyway. It's just like, you know, God in the universe and whatever, they know, it knows what you want. 
it's it's like, it's, that's the, right. Right. It's like, I have to consciously force it, sit there and be like, I'm a millionaire. Look at my vision board. Look at this. Like, that doesn't matter, man. It's already out there, but just let it go. When you let it go, like desire is a low conscious frequency. If you're constantly trying to desire it or force it, you're just bringing yourself down and, and you're creating resistance in your life. So you're blocking it from actually happening. And making yourself real busy with a whole bunch of work that's not even getting yeah. you anywhere. It's just frustrating because then when it doesn't work in your timeline, then you feel like, oh, well, I must not be doing it right. And then self-doubt starts to creep in and, you know, all of that. So, and that's the thing. I also, this, I'll tell you right now with this, this time period that we're in, I have been surrendering time back to the Holy Spirit. And just yeah. here, it, time is yours because it's. I have no clue on how any of this is going to work out or when or whatever. And I just want to focus on what I need to do moment to moment, day to day. That's it. You know, anything more than that is like, it feels like a trick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how, how, how are you doing with surrendering your time? So for me, it's kind of funny. It's like uh, the ego is like, you got to create a video. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to blah, 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 blah. But my spirit is kind of just saying like, dude, be lazy right now. I want you, like, you haven't, like, laziness is a block, but it's like, until I fully feel it and allow it to be there, it's like, it's never going to leave me. So for some reason, it's like, dude, I just want to be lazy. I don't want to make a video. I don't want to, like, you know, work extra time. I want to be home with my family. So it's like, I'm just embracing the full laziness as it comes up. I'm being lazy. I'm allowing it to be there. And then when it leaves, it'll leave. You know what I mean? It's like, whatever comes up for me right now, I'm allowing that to fully process. I'm allowing myself to see it realize, Hey, I'm not laziness, but it's there. I'll allow it to be there. And then I allow it to leave. So for me, it's just been laziness. It's come up, like just be lazy and just choose differently. I like, I'm a conscious creator of my experience. Like you were saying that's been coming up too. like, you know, choose differently. So those yeah. two things kind of funny. Cause like normally like lazy people would be like, don't be lazy. Are you crazy? But for yeah, me, it's yeah. like lazy. I'm going to just enjoy it and embrace it. Soak it in and fully experience it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazy in our culture is like, uh, we're so, we get so mad at it because we yeah. want it because it's yep. a luxury. We're like, must be nice to sit around, must be nice, you know, and you're like, you can do it too. All you got to yeah. do is allow yourself to do it, you know, um, and that emotional flexibility right now is yeah. really important for I think our overall well-being, you know, like mental health and emotional health, spiritual health is just being flexible with what you feel on that day. You know, when you feel fired up and, and moved to do a video, your phone will be back in your hand and then the message will be coming out, you know, and that's the thing. That's yeah. just the way it works. When you force it, it doesn't come out the way you want to anyways. So you might as well just like exactly. chill take the restorative time that's being given to you. And yeah, it's, it's yeah. when this whole thing happened, I was like, I, I went into that mode of like, I got to do the things and blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, whoa, I was like, how come everybody else in the world gets a break and I'm busier than ever? That doesn't seem yeah, fair. Yeah. And then I remembered, I'm like, oh wait, you're the one controlling this. Okay. Hmm. So <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So another thing that um, goes with surrendering and, and what we're talking about is answering the call, you know, like yeah. getting that, that call. So tell me your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. So like anytime you meditate or ask for help, like I didn't know, like with your story, you prayed and asked for help. I, I didn't know you were supposed to ask for help to receive it. Like spirit won't help you if you're just sitting there like, hoping that somebody will come down and help you. You have to ask for help. And when you do ask for help, it comes. The thing is, when it comes and you get that message, you have to act on it. 
<laughs> so it's like, you can't just get the message and then not do anything and then be like, where's my next message? What am I supposed to do? Well, I gave you the message, but you didn't do anything about it. Anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of have to take the steps, even though it might be scary, you have to kind of take those steps to grow and expand your soul. So asking for help, but then when you get it, you have to act upon it's like we're still creatures of action and you know we have to kind of create that action to to manifest or to, to to achieve our dreams you have to be taking some sort of action so when you get that call and you get that answer act upon it and that's when the magic happens you know what i mean mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 the the thing i i know a big question that happens for people who feel like they might be getting the call is how do i know it's you know, God or, or spirit and not my ego trying to trick me. So what do you have to say to that? Yeah. So what I feel like is anytime you have to kind of convince yourself or, or talk yourself into doing something, that's the ego. But it's like, when you just know, or like the smaller voice, that's like a, it's the first, it's the first voice that hits you. Like, maybe I should leave my job. And then it's like, it's like that first voice is usually the right one. But it's like, then the, the, the ego will start saying, yeah, but then I won't get this. Or yeah, then I won't get this paycheck. Yeah. this. So it's like when it starts convincing itself, that's usually the ego. Or you have to start talking yourself into something. That's ego. And that's when I say, nah, that's not the right choice. And it's usually that first, like that truth that they know in their heart. Like you, you get that hit and you're like, yep, that's it. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, and it's like, you just, then when the mind starts creating all these stories about it, that's when you know that's ego. And the first one that feels right to you, the one that really feels like that's it, like that's usually the right step. And it could be scary and you might, you know, ignore it. And then you have like, you listen to all those little voices talking and then you're, then you're done. So you have to just go back to that first little initial hit, that small voice. It's like small, but powerful. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, it's always scary in my experience at first. Cause you're, it's like, um, it's scary because it's so exciting. Like you're like, yeah. I don't want to tell anybody that can't be right. What? I really want that, but I don't even want to speak it. You know, it's, yeah. I, I remember feeling that several times and trying to pretend that that wasn't happening, you know? And so I tried to talk myself into something that seemed more realistic for me to, to follow or do and yep. that that wasn't right. So, you know, and the other thing with when you try to ignore the call, it just gets louder. It just gets louder. It doesn't go yeah. away. It just gets more yeah. aggressive and more in your face. And then things like boxes fall on your head, you know? So, <laughs> so it, like you said, it always starts off super light. Like if, so that's why act on it as soon as you can, because you don't want the loud message. <laughs> you don't want to all of a sudden break your leg or be like, all right, now you're fired. <laughs> right. That's, that's exactly it. That's so what happened with our planet. We were totally ignoring it. You know, we were totally ignoring her. We were ignoring our connection to spirit. Like we're not very spiritual culture in the West. And all of a sudden it's like coronavirus, shut everything down. It's like, that's the ultimate. Cause we were ignoring the calling. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like oh, you yeah. said. Yeah, we got put in a big old time out. We're like, well, you think about what you've been doing and you think about what exactly. you're gonna do with yourself when you come out of this. You're like, okay. <laughs> so let's um Exactly. So so you're you know, you answer the call. What what encouragement can you share with anybody listening who because I know that there's a lot of people out there right now, they're having this time to be with themselves and they're like, I don't know, I can't I can't get rid of this this thing, this idea, and it kind of makes my stomach feel butterflies and I don't know. So what, what encouragement would you give? So what I would say is, um, you know, just really start listening to the heart and taking action. And it's, it's, 
I, I suggest first, like, you know, sitting in silence and just be, be, start to realize you're not your thoughts. You're not these doubts. You're not these fears. Um, you're not these emo- you're not even your emotions. You're just this powerful spirit. You're more powerful than you could ever imagine. And when you sit in silence and watch these things come up, it's like, you're the sky and the thoughts are the clouds, the emotions are the clouds. And it's like, don't let them get stuck to you. Realize you're greater than those things. Allow them to pass through you and, and, you know, just really start to listen to that, to that calling. And when you start to take the small steps, little action steps, it's like the doors keep opening and you realize you're greater than what you thought you were. And it's just, it's like, take the small little first step. Don't like, I did like all the time. I used to focus on the big picture. Like, Oh, I want this, uh, I want to be serving, uh, let's say like a thousand people and this and this and this. And it was like, I would stop myself from taking action because I'd make the vision so huge. So it's like, start where you are and just take the first little step that you can. It's like, like we said, pray for guidance, ask for the, you can ask for the first step, like sit quietly and just ask the question three times. What I usually do is I'll take a breath. I'll ask for guidance, take a breath, ask for guidance, take a breath. And I ask for guidance and then I just let what's up. An answer might not come in that meditation, but you might be walking and then all of a sudden an intuition or a thought flash happens for the next step. So it's always pray, always ask, and those steps will be known to you. And just pray for the small steps. What can I do right now to go after my goal? Don't focus so much on the long run because that might change like how it changed for you. Your dream changed. So it's like, don't focus on the end, focus on the next step. Amen. Thank yeah. you. That is so good. That that is exactly the shift that I've been doing is I don't even pray about tomorrow. It's what's the what's the orders, what's the plan for today, you know, because yeah. that, that's where I am and that's where that's where everything is, you know. We can future trip really <laughs> really strongly when we get too far ahead and then there's so much anxiety and pain in the past, you know, of, uh, this is what it's like right here. The sweet spot, just being in the yeah. moment is, is where all the gifts are, including the peace, you know, we, we it's, yep. yeah, I can, I can play the game with you of what if all day long and, and hurt myself. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's okay to know the end goal, like know what you want, but it's like, don't be white knuckling it. Don't hold on to it. Don't be fully attached to it. It's like, okay, I have an idea of where I want to go. Like this is what I think my dream is now, but I'm open to things changing, you know? So it's, it's don't, it's like the attachment, like the Buddha always says, it's like, let go of that attachment. Like Mm. you have, you know where you want to go right now. And so you're focusing on that. Like, okay, this is the steps I'm going to take towards this, but don't be attached to it. If if things change, like you're adaptable and you're flowing in the river, man, like you can make change however you got it. So the, the master, the teacher that helped me with that was Michael Singer. Yeah. The untethered soul. That was my awakening was I had Julian and, um, and I was like, ah, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't be the person that I was before but I didn't know what to do after. And I was very confused and I opened the book and, and he starts talking about the voice in your head. And I was like, what are we talking about here? You know? And it just was like, I I can't look away now. I have to keep reading. And I just kept reading. And I was like, you know, and and it almost felt like a taboo subject because voices in your head, you know, it's usually something very negative. And, and so to, become aware of that inner critic and, and become aware of that stuff was very um, enlightening to me and helpful. But then to also look at, then he helped me walk through the attachments and the preferences, you know? And so that is the guidance that I needed to help me in the surrender and go, yeah. 
just go with the flow of it. You know, like you're, it's unconditional happiness is one of the chapters in the uh, untethered soul. And it's like, you have two choices. You want to be happy or not. And it's like, well, yeah. my wife just left me. So I can't, okay. So you can only be happy if your wife doesn't leave you. That's, you know, and it just keeps going that way. And he keeps posing it in this way of like, yeah, I guess I am making things conditional. I'm with my own preferences and I'm the one junking this up, but I always have the option to, to feel better, if you will, if I exactly. allow it, if I allow it. So, yeah. Oh, so good. So I, I, you talked about some cool steps that you want to share with us and I, I can't, I can't even hide it. I'm really excited about that. So <laughs> uh -huh. please. Yeah. So the first one is, is the letting go technique. And that's the meditation that I do every day. I suggest an hour every morning. I know it's crazy, but it's like, get up early. When you start working on yourself, you, you have this dream life open up for you. So like you were saying, um, what you do in this meditation is you literally just super simple. You close your eyes and you just let the mind run free. So whatever thoughts come up, uh, you let them, you let them go, whatever, um, emotions come up, you just, you let them be there. Like you're not judging, criticizing, you're not trying to change anything because what the mind does is it's trying to release. It's like stored up energy. These emotions are energy in your body. So when your mind's running crazy, it's the brain is the body's so smart. It's trying to burn off that excess energy. So it, it does it through the mind. So your mind is when you're sitting there quietly and you're watching these things, it's literally just, it's like you're, it's leaving your body. It's like, you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> this guy, Kyle sees, I follow says this. He's like, you're the butt and the stuff coming out of you is the poop. Your thoughts are the poop. <laughs> so you're the butt. <laughs> so you're just literally, did you bring poop jokes to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I always try to tie one poop joke in. You succeeded. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I got you though, but you're all the waste. Everything else is gone. <laughs> yeah. and like Michael Singer said, like you're not your thoughts. So when you realize you're the awareness behind it all, you're watching these come up. And what happens is let's say you're something with your boss is coming up and like it starts to bring up an emotion in your stomach and like an anger feeling. So instead of just keep like ignoring the thought or trying to change it and change the narrative about how you think of your boss, you just look at the, the feeling in your stomach. Let's say it's in your tummy and it's, it's this hot feeling. You'll close your eyes and you just, you be with it. You allow it to be there. You don't try to change it. You don't try to uh, change the narrative or anything. You just allow it to be there. And it's like, you're letting the air out of a tire. Like you're surrounding it with love. And then the feeling will get less, 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 less. So you're essentially like burning the stack of anger. And you can even take this practice into your regular life. So as you're going through the day and like an angry feeling comes up, you're like, oh, wait a second. There's some anger there. That's weird. It's like, like a child who's like just in awe of the world. You go, oh, that's, that's funny. There's a little anger there and you'll just stay with it, allow it to be there. And it just becomes lighter and lighter and lighter. So with each emotion, it brings tons of thoughts. So don't try to change your thoughts. It's like, just allow yourself to start releasing these emotions that are stored within your system. And over time, when you start releasing these emotions, like the thinking becomes less, 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 like the stack of fear that was so big before becomes less, less and less. And then all of a sudden you find yourself like, you know, throughout the day, like most of the time you're in peace or you're happy and you're joy because you've released these pent up emotions that have been stored in your body for eons or how, who knows how long, you know? Right, right, right. So what happens is it's like, uh, you know, it's just such a powerful practice and it's, you have to be on it every single day. It's like, you're always aware of what's going on in your body, in your mind. It's a hard journey. It's not for everyone, but if you start doing the work, it's like, uh, you know, your life will change 
so much. It's, it's amazing. So that's, that's the highest practice I could recommend is that letting go practice. Yeah. You know, I wanted to add one thing about the, it being hard work. The thing is, it's like, it's all happening. Like you're getting all these opportunities to, to do the work. You might as well join in instead of it feeling like it's all happening to you, you know, um, and shifting the perspective has really helped me because instead of me looking at that person and wanting to blame them for messing up my day or whatever, you know, like, Oh, you, I was having a great day and now I'm not because you, you know, came in and, and poo pooed all over it. It's, it's more of like, Oh, well, here's my opportunity to finally let go of that feeling or here's my opportunity to practice you know the choice or here's my opportunity to let this feeling go and finally be done with it you know sometimes people pop up and i'm like oh wow okay i i guess i have some forgiveness work to do with yeah. you all right and you know and it, and i don't look at it like damn now i got to deal with you instead of it's like oh good here's my chance to try to, you know, work through it and feel more peace. And then when you let go of that stuff, it feels better. So it, it's almost like it requires your responsibility for it, um, which can feel like more work, but honestly on, on the back end of it, it's like, it's so liberating that the reward of it is so sweet. Yeah. Your consciousness, um, whether we like to admit it or not, it's always drawing to it things that it wants to change about itself. So it's like, if somebody's triggering you that day, it's something within you that you don't like about yourself. People don't like to admit that. I didn't like to admit it at first, but it's true. It's a feeling within yourself you have to release. So it's like you're going to keep drawing those things. You're going to be drawing experiences to grow and expand your soul. That's the reason we're here. People think it's this material thing. I got to change the world, this and that. What if you don't need to change the world? What if it's already perfect and you're just here to evolve yourself to realize like, oh, I am perfect, but I have all these blocks that I have to release. Yeah, that's that's it. What if what if you could just realize you're you are perfect love, and all you got to do is remove these blocks. So, yeah, me, I, I, we talked about um, routines and morning routines. Um, you and I did, so I, I wanted to give you a chance to kind of share that. Sure. Yeah. So the first thing um, that you have to do, everyone has to do this. It's you give thanks upon waking, just like not, you don't have to like be thankful for certain specific things. Just be thankful that you're alive and that you're here. And literally like I give thanks. And I, the first thing I'll say every single day is like, I'm like, today is going to be the best day of my life or today is going to be a great day because this is, it, I can't stress the importance of this enough. And it's, that's how hard is that to do? That's easy. So what happens is the first thought that makes a home in your mind is how your day is going to go. It's like how you're going to, it's going to start the whole process of your thoughts. So your thoughts could either take like the good track and start producing good, good, good thoughts. They can take the negative track. So it's like always, that's such a simple thing to do upon awakening and it'll change your life. Just by saying today's going to be the best day of your life, it gets the mind going in the right direction. Even though you might have some struggles to face, it's really powerful. So that one, I always do that. Then I, I'll sit for an hour, like the surrender. And another great thing that I did when I was like really on the beginning journey is every morning for at least a week, I made it for a month, I would write a hundred possibilities. So I would, instead of like living in the problems of my life, I would live in possibility. So it's like, mm. it's possible I write a New York Times bestseller. It's possible I make a million dollars this year. It's possible, whatever, like beyond your wildest dreams, stuff that you think is impossible, like write those things down because you want to start living in possibility and creation versus living in the problems of your old story. 
That's beautiful. I love that because then you're also engaging your imagination and you're and you're allowing yourself to to be open to that. I love that. Trading the pos- the problems for the possibilities. That's great. That that yeah. Start living in possibilities. Anything and like you said with surrender, anything's possible. So start living in the possibilities. You know, don't yeah. worry about the problems. Like let those go. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Um, I think we also find ourselves in a lot of business that isn't ours. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Byron Katie's work, but I love um, her book Loving What Is. And it's yeah. just about, you know, I love the the simple thought of there's three types of business, mine, yours, and God's. And it's like, I, once I read this book, I realized I was mentally managing a lot of people that I loved because I felt like it was my responsibility and it wasn't. And so exactly. I was wasting a lot of energy and a lot of like, I'm over here acting like the CEO of your life from, from over, yeah, you know, but who's in here running my house who's in here running what i need to be focused on you know i'm over here with you so and once i realized that i needed to redirect that energy back here it was like oh now i can catch myself faster and make the choices because i see when i have the choice versus before when i'm like you know thinking of xyz and and why you shouldn't do this or why you know whatever you know there's so many so many ways that that can play out so yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome. I, yeah. I am familiar with her stuff. Her stuff's awesome. Yeah. The, uh, I, so I, I will catch myself very quickly and go, not your business. Not yeah. Your I'm business. not in my business. business. Yeah. Just, and then, and then it immediately, you got to drop it. You're like, Oh, not my business. Not my business. Exactly. I'm just got to walk away and get right here in my business. Cause obviously I got some things to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, man. So is there anything you want to share with us before we we wrap up and tell everybody how to find you? I would just say, um, you know, really use this time to to really self-connect and to to get into some self-introspection and realize that the resistance that's coming up or the the fears that are coming up that you think are from the external world, they're really from the internal world. So it's like, do the work, um, sit in silence, listen to what's coming up for you and, you know, really start listening to your heart instead of listening to the mind. I, I think it's important now as a culture that we start listening to the heart. It's like, like we said before, listen to that, that voice that you know is truth. Don't let, like when the mind starts, if you have to convince yourself of something, that's ego. So don't, don't live in that place anymore. Live connected to your heart. Um, and you know, just do your best you can because we're, we're, we're already perfect and just try your best because that's all you can do, you know? So Mm -hmm. have grace for yourself and realize it's a journey and we're here to grow. So have respect for everybody. And I I love everybody on this podcast. That's it. Oh, oh, so beautiful. I want to know what you're reading. That was the last thing I wanted to know, like what you're digging into right now. Sure. Um, Well, the one I would start recommending for people is David Hawkins, letting go. It teaches you the surrender technique and how to, and uh, the Michael Singer, The Untethered Soul, those two are both uh, the best books on surrender. Um, you know, and I, I really just, uh, I'm actually not reading right now. I'm, I'm doing more meditation and listening to my heart because I feel like I've hit a point where I've been listening to so many. So when you're, listen, when you're reading a book, you're getting another person's like insights. But that's, so it's really an outsight for you. So now I'm listening to my own insights. I'm listening to meditation and uh, I'm doing a lot of meditation and connecting to my heart and listening to what my higher self has to tell me. Amazing. Thank you for sharing so many tips and tricks of what you're doing personally, what you're digging into, how you're doing it. I know it's going to plant 
immeasurable seeds out there for others to really allow themselves to flourish and including ourselves. So I'm excited to see what happens with your journey and all of the light that you're going to continue to bring. So thank you so much for being with us today. You've been listening to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. If you feel uplifted and inspired by the sacred space we created today, support and join our mission by donating on www.julesloves.me. And while you're there, take a look around, check out all the videos and blogs I've put together for you and make sure to subscribe to my email list. And for all you social butterflies, you can follow me on julesloves.me on Facebook and Instagram. Want to support our mission even more? Visit patreon.com slash julesloves.me to become a patron and get even more food to fuel your soul. Join me next time for another wholehearted story. Thank you for listening. And remember, the light in me loves the light in you.